1: It's Redemption Day for Daniel Ricciardo. He wins the Monaco Grand Prix.
2: The driver's seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson for Kubota. Together, we are building Australia.
1: Oh,
0: yeah, look. It is the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota, Building Australia, and Midi's Electrical. The Mobile One Midi Supercar races this weekend. At least we thought it was going to be racing this weekend, boys. Uh, mate,
2: how hard did you and how <laughs> deep did you have to go into the record box to find a tune by Carly Simon?
3: That is you know what, even, outstanding work, mate. Well done. You know what worries me even more is that you know who that is. that sings. You that, don't
2: know Carly Simon?
3: No, mate. Oh, mate. You haven't lived until you've heard Carly Simon.
2: Oh, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> (laughs) Uh, I tell you what, because we're not going to be watching any racing this weekend, how about you jump on and just do a little bit of Google, Spotify maybe, Uh, Carly,
3: Simon, no? uh, um, I'm busy, sorry. (laughs) I'm busy pulling Uh, my fingernails uh, out, sorry. Yeah, I'm busy cutting Jet's hair. All
0: right, well, now's a good enough time for a Darwin Triple Crown preview. Thanks to Midi's Electrical offering you more, and you can cheer on the Mobile One Midi Supercar in the Darwin Triple Crown. So the postponement of Hidden Valley really rocked us all when it was announced when you say, Steve, I think that um, now it
3: was unexpected i I was always I think you were skeptical, but I was always confident that, that the event was going to go ahead, but was it going to go ahead on the same dates? Well, yep. yes and no, because yes, some of the dates are right, no some of them aren 't right, you know, and mm-hmm. they 've just got to do what they 've got to do and don't uh, don 't be surprised if the teams do their double header the way they've got to do it, whether it's midweek and then weekend, or weekend and then midweek after that, which is whatever they've decided to do. Because that's what I'm hearing. Yeah,
2: I'm hearing that it's going to be next this weekend, next weekend,
3: mm-hmm. uh, and then and two then or three days like after Tuesday, Wednesday, Tuesday after, Wednesday one day off, one day off to prep, yep. and then Tuesday, Wednesday, and then get back across the border to Queensland for Townsville. Well, then go straight to Townsville. Yep. that's that's what you know. I think is a decent possibility. It's going to happen.
0: This, this obviously has a couple of ramifications and I know last year we were talking about parody. this year it seems like every week we talk about coronavirus but this is something that is affecting our championship but uh, to crown a Supercars championship we need a minimum of six rounds taking place in a minimum of four states or territories. Now we once Darwin's done and dusted and, and Townsville, we will have ticked that off because obviously yep. Adelaide yep. 500, South yep. Australia the AGP still counts because there was qualifying there.
2: It does, which, I mean, I don't know. We didn't get to race there, did we? So I understand by the rules and regs, because we did qualify. Well, SVGs and counts, uh, but...
0: Jamie still got that, that armor roll helmet. To... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the horny helmet. Oh, that I sounds do. really bad. <laughs> it's a Viking oh, hat oh, with, hon- Viking. with horns on it. Okay,
2: horny a a helmet. Press on. Uh, <laughs> they did get that, and it will count. And Scotty McLaughlin could become a three-time... On the trot. 3 peak.
3: yeah. I don't think... When was the last time we had a 3 We need... We need... It'd uh, have to be... pros, wasn't it? Was it? That That, uh, now that was would just... have been scafe. It would have been scafe, I reckon. Did scafe do it three times in a yes,
2: row? Yes, he did. 2000... I'll just get you tapping away on Google there to confirm that, Nimsie.
0: I think it's 2001-02 uh, yeah. or... I don't know. I'll let,
2: you, I'll let you guys do all that technical stuff. <laughs> uh, but yeah, by all right of refusal, Motorsport Australia could crown... Scott McLaughlin, champion, if we get the two rounds of Darwin in because that accounts for six, and then he could be a three-time champion. Do I think that's going to happen? No, I don't think that's going to happen. Nimsie, no. no. I've
3: done some work for you. Yep, I've done, research. Smarks gave 2000 to 2002, champion. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right? And then Jamie Wincup 2012, 2013, 2014. There we go. <laughs> and funnily enough, if it wasn't for James Courtney and DJR, Ford... Mm. it would have been Jamie Wincup from 2008 right through to 2014. Yeah,
0: we're dominant. That was our Triple Crown preview. Thanks to Midi's Electrical. Watch the Mobile One Midi's Racing Team in the V8 Supercar Series. It's a big show this week. We'll do a wrap-up of the Formula One British Grand Prix from Silverstone, and we'll look at the three biggest stories of the week on the podium. Plus, we have a classic Darwin moment in our race rewind this week. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we're building Australia and Midi's Electrical. Watch the Mobile One Midi's Racing Team In the V8 Supercar Series. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are building Australia. Welcome back to the driver's seat. We do it. Thanks to our mates at Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter. And together, we are building Australia and Midi's Electrical. Watch the Mobile One Midi's racing team in the V8 Supercars series. Now, one thing that is synonymous with the start of the motorsport calendar is the Australian Formula One Grand Prix. And usually, as you roam Albert Park, you can hear the dulcet tones of our good mate Greg Rust on the PA. Yeah, I mean, Greg Rust, when it comes to the Formula One Grand Prix, particularly when
2: you're there, because he does this great voiceover about – Safety and don't go near the track, and yeah, and OHS, o- and, O-H&S and-, yeah, and all of that sort of stuff. And then, of course, we see him on the coverage, or
3: have done. It on
0: inspires the me to put my years.
3: safety glasses on.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> look, we did miss out on hearing him at the AGP this year, but selfishly for me, I was at least able to hear him and see him do his fine work at the Superloop Adelaide 500 at the start of the year. And we thought now's a great time to get him on board and back to the program. So please welcome back to the driver's seat the host of Rusty's Garage, Greg Rust. <laughs> Your attention, please.
4: There the it is. The
1: is currently closed.
4: <laughs>
2: you know we can't. You know you can't send us an invoice for that, Mr. Rust.
4: No,
1: I know, I know. do you know what? It's kind of become a little bit um, of a fun tradition in some ways. I love doing those things, but but my phone just lights up with people. <laughs> You know, a very well-known commentator who shall remain nameless who sends me messages like, "Hey, PA guy, screw you! I'm crossing the track." <laughs> and <stuff like> that. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, Neil Crompton wouldn't do that at all.
1: <laughs> I, I, he's too polished for that. It's not him. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway,
2: very funny. Yeah. So, Rusty, we we know that you are a doyen of many sports, but particularly Formula One. you spent a lot of time around it. What did you make of? What do you make of the season so far? And what did you Make of the Silverstone Grand Prix, the first of two
1: crazy finish, wasn't it, boys, with the tyre delamination issues? To think that Hamilton could get it over the line was um, and, and do it was remarkable. Um, I noticed, to, uh, you know, in, in the lead up to our chat, that um, Pirelli have come out and said for the next running they're going to up the tyre pressures just slightly to cope with that, to deal with that. I think it's an extra two psi in the front and maybe one in the rear. So. Um, they were quite long stints, weren't they? So, you know, uh, I mean, it certainly added a bit of spark. It's not, um, it's not ideal for it to finish like that. But you know, people at the moment, we've got to remember. If you go back to the Great Depression in, in the '30s, people craved sport. We need sport. It's it's great for. Um, you know, all the mental health things that we're concerned about at the moment, which is, yeah. you know, I mean, it's fantastic to think that the AFL and the NRL have been able to, to keep their seasons going and supercars as well. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, so this sort of, this sort of stuff. Um, and then to see, you know, on, on a personal basis, for Ricardo to, to finish fourth, I thought was tremendous.
2: Yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah. I, it's th- those mid-level runners this year. I mean, as we went into 2020 this year, we knew or we thought that Ferrari were going to be good. We knew that Mercedes were going to be good. But I, what I'm finding... And I'm no massive fan of Formula One. It's well documented. I think it's actually quite boring. But, but what I have enjoyed this year has been the resurgence of those midfield teams, mm. particularly Racing Point, particularly Renault and McLaren. And
1: a shame for you know Sergio Perez that the sport itself has done a very good job with its um, its its internal administration and and testing for for COVID-19. So, you know, for Racing Point to then go out and and, uh, draft Nico Hulkenberg. There was all this kind of um, discussion happening on social media among people that were in the game about, you know, imagine if if Hulkenberg has one of his greatest ever weekends in this crazy scenario of being drafted into the team to replace um, Perez. So, you know, wild year so far, you know, hugely long break. We would desperately have, have loved to have seen Melbourne unfold. I think all of us that are chatting on the show tonight will never forget that that press conference with Chase Carey and Andrew Westcott and everyone involved there having to to tell us that unbelievably um, the event couldn't go ahead. Um, Then the sport has has regrouped. It took months for that to happen and and now in the regroup you know, to think that things like Imola are on the card and stuff like that it it, it does create a... um, an air of unpredictability, with the exception of the fact that the results so far are Mercedes and how good is the 2020 car?
3: Mate, I, yeah, you're right. And I think that obviously the cancellation of anything pretty much outside that European population like America, all that's all that's done, done. Canada, yep. Yep. Um, they are really trying to contain it, aren't they? And they're really doing a good job in-house of containing... Uh, the main people in their sport and have got a very good succession plan if they do obviously find someone that is positive
1: most definitely i I don't know the term guys it's something like a biosphere or something along those lines but they, they effectively have you know a series of regulations that everyone's meant to abide by um to you know keep themselves as this traveling bubble and then when they do move around they just test 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 to ensure that if anything, um, you know, does crop up like this, they can snuff it out pretty quickly. So full credit to them because international sport, where you move country to country at the moment, is proving you know enormously difficult. But F1 and, and MotoGP, um, as well, are, are doing their very best in the in the circumstances. So just we just hope that there aren't more flare-ups in some of the other countries that they plan to go to. And we can still have you know fairly decent world championships.
2: And you're right. And, and you know this year is going to be a tough year. There's no doubt about that. There'll be delays as we're seeing with the supercars this weekend. There's going to be changes to format and all that kind of stuff. As we look forward to 2021, I, I don't know about you boys, but I keep seeing this relationship between Dan Ricciardo uh, and his teammate at McLaren next year, Lando Norris. To me, that is going to be one of the highlights of Formula One for next year. Watching those two clowns get along and have fun is going to be at the front. And be at the front because they're going to be fast. fast. I reckon that is going to be, because they're usually robots, I reckon those two standout personalities are going to be brilliant to watch next year.
1: Sport needs it too, don't they? I mean, to have those characters is going to be fantastic. To know that the cars on paper are going to be competitive and we know we've seen how strong Lando's been this year so I mean together they'll be just dynamite it'll be a great story for the sport that'll go beyond just us as enthusiasts and and you know not everyone likes um, Lewis Hamilton but as we've talked about on the show before what he's been able to do for the sport in so many positive ways beyond the realms of our uh, of our sport you know the reach that he's had the impact that he's had beyond um, the, the the Grand Prix uh, family is is huge for motorsport globally it's a um, you know so to think that now we're going to add two, two very different characters to that mix that will hopefully have people talking I think it's brilliant
2: yeah I think it's going to be awesome too and so let's talk about Rusty's Garage it is your project uh, in the lockdown in the state of lockdown that everyone's been in have your listener numbers or listening numbers gone through the roof because you're producing some mega stuff uh, have the numbers gone on through the roof on Rusty's Garage during the lockdown?
1: Thank you very much. Yeah, we're just about to crack 3 million downloads, which I'm super proud of, guys. We're only sort of two and a half years into it. Um, lockdown gave us a few opportunities to talk internationally to a few people, to Daria from I mean, we even reflected in there about his time at DJR on the Gold Coast when we had those um, those. Co-driver races, or internationals came in, um, yep. all sorts of. Stuff. John Clellan was another one who came on that was,
2: that was phenomenal,
1: great. and we found, you know, thank you, and we've we found ways to to do it that don't um, necessarily impact on the audio quality for the for the listener too. So I've just loved it, guys. I do love those those conversations, and we're coming up at the end of August to our fiftieth episode as well. So we've got a few things that we're trying to plan to celebrate that milestone too so yeah, it's been it's been great fun
2: and who's coming up next who can we listen to next so we're, are we not allowed to stressful. state that yeah, I, I
1: can't i can't say i, I can't I, my people will talk to your people and we'll find will try, and, uh, we'll try and do something
2: <laughs> your people will talk right, to my uh, people and we'll do lunch <laughs> and that's unless it. we're in victoria <laughs> and
1: right. then we won't that's, do anything but, no exactly exactly one thing we should finish on you guys and i, it's, I love catching up with you boys always we haven't talked about the little blow-up for, uh, for our great finish, mate, hey? Coming into oh, pit how good was thing, it? So. <laughs> how,
2: and you know what? I, I I recently you celebrated a birthday, and I and I posted on your Facebook to my favourite Kimi Räikkönen impersonator, Happy birthday! <laughs> <laughs> but and when I was watching it the other night, and Räikkönen's team told him to come in, and so he fired into the lane, and then they telling him to stay out, stay out, stay out. It was vintage Räikkönen.
1: Ra- <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Drop an expletive? Yeah. Ah, oh, it was. Oh, it was. I was laughing, thinking, "Thank God we got Greg on the show this week, because that is going to go down beautifully."
1: He's golden. He, I mean, another great reason why why we uh, we love the sport. Okay, it's not the fastest car in the world that he's in at the moment, but they, they, and then when they fire them around socially, it's um, it's terrific. So, yeah.
3: how long do you reckon he's going to last, there for, Rusty? I mean, he's the sort of guy that you know that likes winning races. As much as we love hearing his humour and his dryness um, when things don't go his way, and he's probably his care Factor of zero at this point zero. in time. <laughs> um, what uh, do you? Can you see him continuing um, where he's at? Because it doesn't look like he's having much fun.
1: Hot topic, isn't it? When you consider about all the discussion around Sebastian Vettel as well, and, and you know what you know his future will look like. I, I just. I do wonder how much it motivates Kimi Räikkönen to get out of bed and, and do that, but I think he'll ultimately morph into some other role in that um, in that pit lane. I think involving a, a team, or um, whether it's you know a greater position from an ownership perspective, or something along those lines. I, I think. You know, it'd be great to see him stick around um, in that kind of capacity. He's got something great to offer, doesn't he, guys? But it's, but whether yeah. he'll still be driving, I and mean, how much longer he'll keep doing that, I'm not sure.
2: I can't imagine it to be a role in commentary. I think it'll have to be an internal role. I don't think it'll be commentary.
1: <laughs> you know what? Wouldn't that be great? You could have, like, the press the red button and have the alternate commentary where he, he was your one of your alternate officers. Yeah. That would be phenomenal, <laughs> wouldn't
0: it? He'd be, he'd be, he remo-
2: you know what he could be, and I don't know if it'd fly in today's day and age, but he'd be almost like a James Hunt. You know who really doesn't yeah. care, who can just talk the way he wants to talk. He's got a thumping bank account, so if he gets fired tomorrow, he doesn't have to look for any work. <laughs> so I reckon he would be a cracking commentator. I hope ITV or little, whoever it'd brings him on.
1: be a little like, like a Ryan HG alternate call of the... Remember they used to do it for the State of Origin and stuff like yep, that? Yep. That'd be quite funny to have uh, Kitty Riker and someone else paired together <laughs> and, and o- almost, almost having a blue in commentary about stuff. That'd be phenomenal.
0: <laughs> it'd probably be the only kind of Formula One commentary that would be on a 10-second delay. Yeah,
4: (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly right.
2: Um, Rusty, before we let you go, um, obviously we're getting delay after delay after delay here with our racing. Uh, Supercars delayed again this weekend up in Darwin, hopefully to race next weekend. But you've also got a role with the TCR and ARG group this year in commentary and, and doing some stuff around the pits. It's getting, and, and both Stevie J and I drive in that series, uh, in the ARG series in TCM and, and Trans Am. It's getting very frustrating, is it not? And do you think do you think we'll see a race this year before Bathurst, the Bathurst oh, International in oh, November?
1: Oh, yeah, I mean, I, I try in life, as you boys know, to drink glass half full, and they've done a remarkable job, I think, to... Um, you know, to regroup each time when things beyond their control are. I mean, it, it must be so hard for the likes of Supercars and ARG to, you know, the briefing every day how many cases are there? What are the regulations? What you can and can't do? I mean, it's affecting people's lives in, all, you know, in, in so many ways. So
2: yeah.
1: I do hope we can. I, I, I try and be positive about that, guys, because um, there's a lot of. Very good constituents and people behind it with with far better grey matter than mine that that can um, hopefully sort this out. And as I said, I think at the very top of this interview, people need this stuff. We, it, it's nice to have sport as an escape from the, the pressures and the stress and the worry that does come with the, the situation that we're in right now. And, and, you know, some good people that are fortunate enough Uh, to go racing are very eager to do that and I I look forward to the chance to to tell that story once it does happen.
2: And also get you into the Trans Am car. We've had (laughs) Rusty and I have had offline discussions about uh, finally at some stage strapping a GoPro into the uh, number (laughs) 5 car and throwing Rusty in it for a couple of laps. So when you do get to come over to Australia to do it, bring the skid lid mate because you're going to have a jump in the the Kubota Trans Am car.
1: I I look forward to that. You have, because you you're a man who does great research. You have googled what happens in one of the more recent times I've driven a race car, haven't you? you yeah, you've it up destroyed you destroyed a cheered.
2: clutch. Yeah, I remember that in a TCR car. <laughs> and then I think earlier oh, than that in an Aussie I'm racing Aussie car, you ripped car. the steering wheel off it yeah, in yeah, exactly. uh, at Winton, I believe. <laughs> Coming onto the straight at Winton, last that's corner. Right. Yeah, yeah, I do. So um, I didn't say what end of the weekend it would be. I'd imagine that if the car is still in one piece at the end, that's when you'll get a skid. But no, mate, you're welcome. You're welcome to the uh, to to be the steering wheel spacer or the seat spacer anytime in my car. You can be
0: my wingman anytime. There just will have to be a lot We're of paperwork here. signed beforehand. There, Rusty, just in case. That's right. That's right. And and
1: we own all all GoPro. For for, uh, for for steering for countless years to come, no doubt. So, yeah, look Absolutely. forward to it. Thank you, Daddy.
4: <laughs> Exactly.
0: <laughs> look, Rusty, you mentioned at the start when we started chatting to you that uh, sport has been, you know, a bit of a guiding light uh, during these pretty tough times for a lot of people, not just in Australia but worldwide. But uh, you've got to extend that to yourself and what you've done with Rusty's garage. And you did say that there are some great international guests too, but let's not take it away from some of the fantastic local guests you've had too. Jason Bright is the latest uh, addition, and you've even chatted with Beardo. That's been one of my favourite episodes, and it gives a great insight into some of these people that we see on screen, but we really get to know them a bit behind the microphone, thanks to you. So uh, you've been doing your bit too, and we really appreciate that, Rusty. So thanks for that.
1: Thank you, guys. I love the backstories and and hopefully blending a laugh into some of the serious stuff
0: and the genuine passion for for the car or the bike whatever it might be you're doing some fantastic work there at podcast One. thank you lads yeah. nice to catch up with you all so hopefully when this is done and dusted, we can see you at a racetrack soon look forward to that it's Stevie J shout for a little lemonade thank you lads
2: <laughs> oh don't talk about lemons he's on a lemon <laughs> detox at the moment Mr. Russ. <laughs> oh is he yeah. oh, no. <laughs> I love cranky. lemons he'll be
1: cranky he'll uh, be cranky
2: so, he's only day two I'm only no day three And a day three, three? Got seven to go. He's lost 600 ounces. Oh, come on. <laughs>
0: Love you, Stevie. Love you, mate. Good on you, Rusty. We'll chat soon. See you, brothers. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we're Building Australia and Midi's Electrical offering you more and you can cheer on the Mobile One Midi Supercar in the Darwin Triple Crown.
2: This is the driver's seat for Kubota, Building Australia.
0: Great to have your company on the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Midi's Electrical, and you can cheer on the Mobile One, MIDI Supercar, and the Darwin Triple Crown, and, of course, our long-time supporters at Kubota Building Australia. Right now, it is time for our Bendix Brakes Race Rewind. This is the driver's seat race rewind. If you want cleaner wheels, fit Bendix Brakes. We're going to look back at a famous Darwin race, the Triple Crown in 2013, Race 19. It was Red Bull Racing's Craig Lowndes edging Mark Winterbottom in the Pepsi Max crew Falcon, but it was the massive shunt at the start of the race that took seven cars out of the field that uh, really caused all the attention. Davey Reynolds had a great start off the line, but ultimately finished third after the race was red flagged. Less than 30 seconds after it started. Have a listen to how it unfolded. Safety car.
2: May even be red flag. <laughs> that was turn one, red flag, red flag.
0: Can we just take a moment to appreciate that, Mark's game?
2: Yeah. Is that <laughs> They're seriously... They're on the
0: fence again.
3: <laughs> They're like, is that his go-to phrase because... If they were all in the fence, there wouldn't be a need for a red flag, Mark. There was only two or three in the fence, mate. Seriously, there oh there was 25 cars, mate. Seriously. <laughs> <sighs> Why Maybe he should be. Imagine if he owned ACT Fence High or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, like he would go. He would go nuts. It'd be like Christmas We're the for
0: fence. him. We got fences. We got fences. <laughs> fences. Definitely get their bang for their buck if uh, if that was the case. But yeah, Yeah, I think it, mate. But yeah, what's your memories of uh, Darwin 2013? I was there with V8 Utes,
2: and uh, it's a great circuit. Love it and good racing back in 2013 from memory.
0: Now this is this is also the first year of Car of the Future, isn't it? Uh, 2013. So when you a big old prang like that. Uh, it, it's. I mean, do you see the names there? Timmy Slade, uh, Dean Fiore, David Wall, Alex Davison, yeah, James Moffat. Well, David Moffett. Wall was in my car. Yes, uh, and in the wall as uh, Crumpo <laughs> went and said. Oh. There. <laughs> Is Darwin, we saw, was it the rollover by Lee Holdsworth a couple of years ago as well? Oh, yeah. Darwin's oh, fast. Yeah. Darwin's fast and probably safety-wise up until
3: about three years ago
2: wasn't.
3: Well, after that crash, actually, they replaced that wall with a wall further back, but mm. it was a concrete wall. And that's the wall that Holdsworth that's hit. That's right. Mm-hmm. And hurt himself. Really hurt himself. Yeah. It's so- a,
2: look, it's a fast place, Nimsey yeah. I mean, apart from the hairpin in the valley, um, it's fast, it's flowing, the wall... Walls are relatively tight. There's not a huge grass runoff unless it's down at the end of turn one. But, um, uh, yeah, you come off there, you you hit something. You don't stop until you hit something, typically. So it's pretty. it's been an action it's – it's been a place for action forever. And I mean, even up until last year, remember Nick Percat and Macaulay Jones. I think Macaulay made a mistake and went a little bit deep and Nick tried to follow him and went uh, head first straight into the wall. Right the Dunlop and both car. cars yeah. went
3: over the Dunlop car, right, yeah, which was right underneath the Kubota – Corporate box,
4: yeah, so that was that, was over nice that Double
3: left over the back of the circuit. They yeah. turned seven, I think it was yeah. seven or eight. Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. You
0: were up there with the TCM car, were you not? Correct. Yeah. yeah. Just that commentary. I just love how Scafey is. Just like he's just talking as if like they're all in the fence. Yeah, Give me a break. They're not all in the fence. <laughs> we got to remember though, Steve. Like uh, they're into the fence. They're all in the fence. Sounds a lot better than the majority of them are in the fence. Uh, it's <laughs> it's it's just a lot more for Scaphy to say. They're in the fence. They're both
3: in the fence. They're all in the fence. Didn't he say that at, at uh, Sydney Sydney 2010? Yeah.
0: In the West, all in the fence. He loves the word fence. And then, at, and then at Bathurst in 2016 as well. So I think you're <laughs> oh, onto you something too. there, Steve. <laughs> and, um, that, was, yeah. uh, that was our race rewind. Thanks to Bendix brakes, you Put your foot down with confidence. Bendix brakes, Australian technology for all weather confident braking. Now, lads, the championship heads to Darwin next. And we do have to wait a tad for longer than expected. But the Triple Crown will be, of course, next weekend. It's a homecoming for local lad Bryce Fullwood, who's in his rookie year in the main game and he's sporting the very familiar Midi's electrical livery on his ZB Commodore that we're so used to seeing on the side of his car that was eating up race wins last year in Super 2 where he won the championship. And interestingly, boys, when you
2: look at drivers of yesteryear and today, like you look at your dad, synonymous with Shell. You look at Brocky, he was synonymous with, with Mobile and the Holden Racing Team. You're now synonymous with Shell and all that kind of stuff. Midi's have backed him for a couple of years now and they're becoming I am syn- synonymous with Full Throttle Custom Garage. And- Kubota. thanks very much. <laughs> <laughs> but but seriously, Midis have backed him uh, for a couple of years now in his DVS campaign, and they've followed him up through to the main game. So he's becoming quite synonymous with that brand as well,
0: very much so. And you can see that on the side of his uh, ZB Commodore. And uh, we've we've got actually from Midis, Nick Collins. He's the GM of Sales and Operations at Midis. Uh, Nick, thanks for joining us here on the driver's seat. Now, as Maddie went and said, you guys have backed Bryce for yonks uh, to see where he is now. You uh, must be pretty proud for you guys over there?
4: Oh, look, guys, very proud. I mean, we started um, supporting Bryce back in 2010 when he was in go-karts, and um, we supporting the whole way through, and it's really exciting to see him win, you know, Super 2s last year and and get his big uh, chance this year in the V8s, and, uh, you know, getting 10th at Sydney's been a great, you know, chance for Bryce to make it a big time.
2: So, uh, welcome to the show, Nick. It's good to have you here. Let's talk Darwin for a moment, because Mitty's and he are from Darwin. So, let's talk about uh, what sort of, if any, corporate guests you can have up there and that kind of what kind of support are you putting on for uh, for the racing up there in Darwin when we get to it next weekend? Yeah,
4: no, so we've got, you know, three three wholesale branches established in Darwin, so we've got uh, about 45 customers going along to the event, um, and that's just uh, general admissions. We haven't got to get any corporate uh, activity going on, but we'll also hopefully have Bryce um, appearing at a couple of our branches too for customers. Um, we've got plenty of merchandise available, so we're pretty excited.
2: Why have you backed him? Why? What is it about Bryce that, as you said, you've been on his uh, on his cart since 2010, so that's that's a 10-year association, Stevie. J. That's that's a long association for any partner. What is it about? Bryce? Is it his attitude? Is it the way he relates to the, the store owners and staff? What, what do we love about Bryce?
4: Uh, we love about Bryce. It all started back uh, his parents, um, Brad and Kelly forward. Um They run electrical wholesale, electrical contractor business in Darwin. So that's where the connection started and um, we've followed Bryce the whole way through, but it's really about reciprocal business. They support us very well and uh, we've been happy to support Bryce in his journey and um, more so with Walking Shore and United this year. So that's where the connection started and, and continued.
3: So Nick, when uh, obviously Bryce did a great job, he was with a totally different team last year in Matty White racing the Nissan, won, won the championship in Super 2. Was it basically straight there and then that you guys decided you're going to try to get into the main game or was that quite a last minute thing? Because from what I was hearing, it was it was a seat that was to and fro for a long time right up until not long before Adelaide.
4: Yeah, it was definitely wasn't on our radar, um, and it was only until um, you know discussions started to talk with Bryce to get a to get a spot in, in the in the main series, and um, then we started negotiations. And uh, before that, it really wasn't on our radar.
2: And so we we've had Darwin delayed this week, as we know. Unfortunately, we go next week. What what will look what will be success for Middies and Bryce next weekend when we well this weekend next weekend when we finally race? <laughs> what will look like success for you guys?
4: I mean, look, you know, we're not putting too much pressure. I mean. We made that pretty clear from the start, and I think getting tenth in Sydney was a really um, a good opportunity to us to see what Bryce has got um, in his kit. And um, if Bryce can, you know, finish the races and, and finishing the top ten or the top fifteen, I think that would be a, a great result for his development. We've got no expectations, you know. At the end of the day, um, him and him and Chaz and the team are really about um, getting through the races and, and getting the best position they can. So that would be great for us.
2: I want to put you under the blowtorch before we go. I want to put you under the blowtorch. As Stevie J said, he was in this last year, you're an old school fan, you love Brocky and DJ and all those sorts of blokes from yesteryear but be honest, forget about WAU for a moment, just be honest do you bleed red or do you bleed blue?
4: Uh, bleed red.
3: Oh, I, I knew there was... As soon as Nick got on, I knew there was just something a little bit off. <laughs> but, no, how good is it, though, to see, you know, and I love seeing young guys get a good go and, and yeah. get good support from good companies, you know what I mean? I've had a lot to do with Bryce uh, with regard to racing and just just bits and pieces. And, you know, just to rip a ripper young bloke, he helped us a lot even when my young fella started karting, you know. So just a really good good guy and it just... It's- makes me very happy to see the right guys get the right opportunities.
4: No, we, we couldn't ask for any more. He comes from a good family. And, you know, he's a well-mannered child, and he's really grown up for a 22-year-old. When you hear him speak, he's very confident, and, and um, you know, that's what really uh, stands out for us as uh, supporting him in his in his, uh, quest moving forward.
0: Nick, thanks for taking some time to have a chat with us here on the driver's seat. It's great to see you take that journey with Bryce from karting to Super 2 and now to the main game championship. Hopefully we can see you at a race track soon, and cheers for joining us on the driver's seat.
4: No, thanks, guys. Really enjoyed it.
0: You are listening to the driver's seat. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we're Building Australia and Midi's Electrical, the Mobile One Midi supercar races next weekend at the Darwin Triple Crown. This is the driver's seat for Kubota, Building Australia. Welcome back to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota, Building Australia and Midi's Electrical offering you more. Right now, it is time for this. Now on the driver's seat, the podium. Yes, the podium. We look at three talking points from the week. and Matt and Steve give it a bit of a deep dive? Uh, it's a bit of a jolly one, actually, this time around, because P1 on the podium, this is some news that uh, brought a smile to my doll, and that is David Reynolds is going to be a dad. He
3: is. Oh, my God. He's going to be another one of them. It's can you bread. imagine that? Oh, man. <laughs> can you imagine? If we're still doing David radio in 25 Tahan's. years... Baby, it'll be hysterical. Holy cow! <laughs>
2: Speaking of deep dive, congratulations, Dave and Tahan. Yes, that's because
3: he, because I I'm, can't wait to meet the little fella or little chicky. Yeah, like gonna have the personality you yeah. would not be able Should to do. Imagine over. having David Tahan as your parents,
4: <laughs>
2: that would be just the most Mental. fun. I remember a story. I used to work with a guy who taught his wife, taught Dave Reynolds in. I think it was preschool or primary school or whatever. And he, he supposedly says that she came home one day and I said, I've got this young fella in my class. His name's Dave Reynolds. He's just not quite right, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that's what's going to happen next time. Now that the baby, when the baby comes out. Maybe, maybe,
3: maybe Jet's got a good future then in motor racing because some teachers say the same thing about him, <laughs> and he's just not quite right. <laughs> or is he talking about you? No, 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 no. I was grown up by then. Right. Okay.
0: <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, a big uh, big shout out to, and congratulations to David Reynolds and to Han, who will be expecting their first child early 2021. The best thing I love about this is Dave actually said, uh, we did plan to have an early year baby because that's when there's no racing going on.
3: Uh, so <laughs> Whoops. Okay. Well
2: done.
0: Well done there.
2: Yeah, that's the first thing I thought too. I thought, oh, lockdown went well. <laughs> yeah. Not much else to do, really. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't I'm think... V blew up. (laughs) Got bored of the sim. Don't think uh, Dave will be going to the 12-hour that year. But um, (laughs) P2 on the podium, a milestone at uh, Darwin coming up the following weekend, Gary Jacobson will be celebrating 50 starts. Now, it's not often that we make a big hoo-ha about, uh, you know, a number that's less than 100, but uh, for Gary Jacobson, he spent a lot of time in uh, Super 2 in the wilderness before he got his main game drive with uh, Kelly Racing last year. He did, and great congratulations,
2: Tim. Great to see him get to that milestone. You know, we celebrate 300 games or 100 games or whatever in AFL, and it's... Uh, it's it's hard because it's very expensive mm-hmm. to get to supercars and over the years he's had various sponsors and it looked like he was going to get to the main game and then he'd get to the you know the end of a dunlop super 2 championship go and back to good. his sponsors and yep. look good and then you know there would uh, there'd be the answer no cash <laughs>
3: Or just uh, Actually, you know who else has the same issue, and he was a full-time driver of recent times, hmm. that uh, that uh, he, sh- he shouldn't be on the sidelines, let's be fair. Um, you know, Mark Caruso. And the the reason that he is, is in the same boat, the reason that he is on the sidelines is because of...
0: There's no cash here. Here, there's no cash, all right? Cash, no. Robbo,
3: no cash. <laughs> oh, it's just... <laughs> He's even famous in
0: movies. It's amazing how Gary Rogers. Sounds like uh, what was his name, Vince Colosimo. Vince Colosimo, that's right, big Vince. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, congratulations go out to Gary Jacobson uh, because let's face it, he, he, he seems to have found a team that fits him. We we talk about uh, Davy Reynolds finding a fit in Erebus uh, after being in FPR and other teams and whatnot, but um, Gary Jacobson and MSR just sort of seem to be that good mold, doesn't it?
3: They, I think that um, they're the they're the the team and the guys I mean they had uh, they had Todd Hazelwood last year Mm -hmm. Ripper Young Bloke um, same sort of thing just you know worked his bum off to try to get a budget to go Gary Jacobson's been doing the same thing yep um, you know and you know got some great sponsors at that team in Kubota and uh, you know I think that that's a, that team, and and I know I'm going to probably get shot for this, but that team is is not really a team that I believe you're going to ever find a Scott McLaughlin driver, like, as in established go, mm-hmm. guy that's no. already unless they, you know, able to get. Uh, five million bucks from a corporate sponsor to then yeah. go, hey, let's go and pick and choose mm-hmm. our driver. But they need to, to have- It would
2: have to be a Vettel to Racing Point type
3: scenario. Yeah, but but don't forget, they'd have to they'd have to have the equipment and the expertise and the uh, the development behind them to actually have some of those sort of guys go, okay, yeah, I will come and drive for you. It doesn't matter how much money you give us. Yeah, I will come and drive for you because I know- the, the direction that it's heading and the success it's you know hopefully going to have so you're not going to get a a, a driver especially a, a high established driver that's going to go to a a team that's underfunded and you know really struggling against the bigger teams yeah i think you're right. it's always going to have up and
2: coming drivers yep and uh what i love about gary uh is that that He doesn't come from a a massively wealthy family. He's a shepherd and boy. And what does he do Monday to Friday when he's not driving at 300Ks an hour? Drives a school bus.
0: Love that. That must be one hell of a weird sort of uh, going for. <laughs> yeah, <around>.
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. You imagine <laughs> what the kids would do the weekend after he maybe has a shunt or something. They would rib him. Well, they, he actually interviewed recently and said that exactly that. That the kids don't
2: give him a crack, but the school bus is really quiet. <laughs> no one wants to talk. So when he had a really good result, is that um, because they've all got white knuckles? Yeah. You on or? <laughs> <laughs>
4: what you going to do to us?
2: Uh, but when he won in Super Two, it was the whole bus was like gone through the roof. It was great. The whole town yeah. the whole town of Shepparton gets around Gary Jacobson. So brilliant to see him get to 50
0: rounds. 100% there. Uh, and last but not least, uh, this is a bit of speculation here on the podium. In P3, the Tickford Enduro Rumour Mill, because I happen to see just a bit of chatter around, and this hasn't been confirmed by Tickford yet, but uh, Will Davison would be partnering Cameron Waters in the number 6 Monster Energy Ford Mustang. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that makes right. sense, because you can't... There was... It was meant to be
2: uh, Prema, Mm -hmm. but of course, given the COVID situation, he can't get over from LA. So, yeah, I mean, it would make sense.
0: And then Tim Uh, Edwards. Yeah. Tim Edwards has said sorry. that...
3: Uh, oh, sorry. Go, Steve. Yep. No, no, I was just going to say, I, I think that's right, because what makes sense to me is that Premier might not be able to make it, as you said, Matty. Yeah. And then, uh, so they put, they'll put they put Will Davison with Cam Waters, and then they'll shift Michael Caruso towards Lee Holdsworth, who's hmm. a better size fit. that's, yeah. that's and, what they're, the and they're great I'd mates. Do. Yes, exactly. They've mm. driven together before quite a few times.
0: Yeah, Reunites the old GRM dream team there. And, uh, of course, it was confirmed rather early uh, by some outlets that uh, 17-year-old Brock Feeney will be t- <laughs> Teaming up with 40-year-old James Courtney in the (laughs) number. They did it
2: again during the week too. Yeah. yeah, They did it again. There was all this rumour about supercars not doing... Uh, Darwin, and they or, reported or, it again. Yeah,
3: or a change in what was going to happen. Reported again. Mm. Yeah, so. the the what do you call it? money? the the, the embargo was on at, uh, at two p.m. on was it Wednesday, I believe. Yeah, two yeah, p.m. on Wednesday. 2 Wednesday and, and, and that story came out on at one p.m. on Wednesday. Mm. So Nimsy, do you reckon when Michael Caruso goes
2: into Tim Edwards and he says, "Mate, I want to do the Enduros. I want a hundred and fifty grand. What kind of Response? Do you reckon he gets from Tim Edwards?
3: Cash?
0: No, Robo? No cash. <laughs> 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 oh, we're going to get such a good run out of that. Oh one. <laughs> yeah, that's almost as good as Nomax. Now we've got a new one. Now I hit the wall. Uh, Coffee <laughs> Max. <laughs> that's that's our new favourite one (laughs) (laughs) I've hit the wall Uh, copy Max that about wraps up this week's edition of the driver's seat thank you to Greg Rust for another great chat make sure you check out his podcast Rusty's Garage wherever you get your podcast from but this has been the driver's seat for Kubota together we are building Australia and Midi's Electrical offering you more and you can cheer on the Mobile One MIDI Supercar and the Darwin Triple Crown we'll see you next week